Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Diz Unplugged, coming to you from the Bob Varley studio adjacent. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at, on the show this week by my good friends, Rhino Clavin. Hello, everyone. John Magi. Hi, everybody. And Craig Williams, our producer. Oh, hoy, hoy. And Dolly, who is incredibly needy at the moment. Uh, this is episode 1072 for the week of March 31st, 2020. This is a, I don't know what episode of the coronavirus edition this is, but. Um, 1072 feel, and third one feels, we've done. Third, So it's the third coronavirus edition. Okay. Um, yeah, because it feels like. I've been doing shows like this for the last 20 years now. Um, and it's been like, what, two weeks? Um, so at least I'm, we're getting stuff done, getting stuff done. So, all right, we're going to start off first talking about some of the uh, announcements Disney made this week responding to coronavirus, not the least of which was uh, a, a special free dining package. Uh, for those whose uh, trips were canceled or fall within a certain period of time, which is, I believe, March 16th through May 31st, was the window. Um, if your trip was, if you were, try, if you had a reservation during that time and your trip was canceled, or you have a reservation during that time you haven't canceled it yet, um, you are able to take advantage of this really probably the best free dining offer we have seen in a very, very long time, maybe ever. Um, but I'm going to let John talk a little bit about that because he's been on the front lines dealing with this. Yeah, we've been having uh, been having fun. There's been a lot of stuff going on, and information seems to be changing by the minute with Disney. So, you know, we could tell you something today and then tomorrow something new come out. So bear with me on that. Pete's right. If your uh, trip was impacted by the coronavirus and Disney canceled your trip um, or you want to cancel up until the end of May, you can rebook. And they are allowing you to book June 1st through September 30th. You have to make the booking by May 31st, 2020. And you're being offered what we're referring to as a rebook free dine promotion. And basically dining is free added to your reservation same kind of free dining that we've seen with other offers based on your resort level you get that free dining and all the things that usually come with free dining at that level a couple things i want to add uh to this is that if you want to you can upgrade to a, a higher dining plan than what your resort entitles you to so example for value and moderate resorts you get the quick service plan but let's say you want disney dining plan plus you can pay the extra and upgrade to that plan as well. So there's a lot of flexibility in this. There seems to be a great deal of Disney wanting to get people to rebook. They want them to uh, come back and come back this summer and into fall. I also want to clarify something. I know previously um, there's been talk about how if you're a DVC member and you cancel, you will get this offer for sure. Um, you can book that through Dreams Unlimited Travel. We're having some issues with Disney at the moment. All I can say is as much information as you can give us about your previous booking, the better. 
So if you can give us your, your name, address, phone number, reservation number, date you traveled, then we'll contact Disney and see about getting that booked under Dreams Unlimited Travel. And the reason why we say that is because in addition to the offer from Disney, we're giving everybody a $50 Disney gift card uh, to help out. And sort of hopefully you'll be enticed to travel this summer uh, in light of current situations. So that's Walt Disney World. There's a now, whole bunch of others. But let me let me just interject before we move on from that. Um, the just anecdotally, the things I'm seeing our agents report, we're looking at some massive savings oh, yeah. on this package. Huge. I mean, I'm seeing there was one that came across an Animal Kingdom Lodge that came across that was eighteen hundred dollars savings, um, and we're seeing a lot of a lot of numbers like that. Now that's obviously case by case i'm not saying everybody's going to save that kind of money but far more we always whenever there's a, a new promotion like this we always ask the agents before we do a show send us in what you're seeing send us in like you know the the successes you're having converting a package to this new deal and how much you're saving and i gotta tell you it's been a very long time since i've seen this many packages convert with that level of savings. The other yeah. thing I want to make sure people are aware of here is that these discounts are run of house. Um, and what that basically means is that if there's an available room at the hotel, they'll apply this discount to it. And the reason that's extraordinary is because normally when they do a free dining promotion, they only make a certain number of rooms every night available at certain resorts. And once those are booked, even if there are plenty of rooms available at the hotel, you will not get that discount. So in the in, in the hotel industry, they call it a run a run a run a house deal, a run a house discount, uh, which means all available rooms are eligible for it. Um, that is something I don't know that we've ever seen. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, John, but I I don't think we've ever seen that. Truly unprecedented what we're seeing for sure. And I guess what what the word that's come to us from Disney is. This is unlimited. As long as there's rooms at the hotel that feed the feed meet the criteria. I don't know what it feeds. It meets the criteria. We are. I'm hungry. We are. They're going to let you add the free dining to it. I want to make sure folks understand too that this has to have a ticket component. We're getting a lot of. I booked before and I have an annual pass. I don't want the tickets. Sorry, you got got to take the tickets. However, there are some tricks you can do. You can pull the tickets out of this package. You can get the base ticket, pull that out of the package, and put that towards an annual pass, the value of those tickets. So there are things you can do that way. I also want to point out, too, that um, this does not apply to off-property hotels. Does not does not apply to the Disney Resort hotels. So you got to be careful. I had someone come to me and say, listen, I booked a resort home in Kissimmee. Can I get the free dining? No, I apologize. You can't get the free dining if you book Are you your kidding own. me? You got that no. question? I did. I got okay, those listening moments, to the show. So. Those are the moments when, as travel agents, we want to reach through the computer and. No, <laughs> right. this is for Disney yeah. Resort hotels. So this does not include any of the good neighbor properties. Uh, Disney uh, downtown, uh, Disney Springs Resort area does not include any of those. These are only Walt Disney World hotels. And I also want to point out too that the fifty dollars gift card from Dreams Unlimited Travel is only if you rebook this free dining promotion. Some folks are coming to us and saying, well, I don't want the free dining. I just want to book a room only. 
can I get that $50 gift card from you? No, we apologize. This is the offer that we're putting out to encourage folks to book that free dining promotion. So um, a lot. I'm, I'm going to tell you, though, you know, for as disorganized as this was in terms of, you know, the issues we were having, uh, been having, you know, getting through to Disney and, and making some of these changes, this is an extraordinary offer um, that they came out with. I was really, really blown away by it. Um, never seen anything like this before. Not at this level. And we're talking free dining from June 1st through... Uh, September 30th. 30th. And again, a window of opportunity like we've not seen before. Um, so it's it's really, it, it's pretty pretty extraordinary. As much as we are frustrated with Disney because it seems like we're not getting the information all at once and it seems like things are changing and maybe some rules are changing, I have to say they are doing a really good job trying to make this good eventually. So there's a lot of changes happening. There's a lot of policy changes going on. Um, in addition to this, there's a final uh, payment date change that they're allowing uh, temporarily and until further notice. If you've booked a Walt Disney Travel Company package with final payments coming due 30 days prior to arrival, you have until seven days prior to arrival, arrival to make that final payment. And what that means is that for some folks, you don't have to worry oh my gosh, my final payment is coming due. Will they cancel? Will I cancel? Will I still be able to travel? You've got a little more flexibility in what you're able to do going forward. So I think Disney is really trying hard. I, I, you know, I said this in a show the other night and I'll say it again now. Um, you know, I, I can really forgive the disorganization and, and, and how it was released because they're, they're reacting to a situation that is unprecedented, that they have never seen before, we have never seen before, um, and they are trying to do whatever they can, not just to support their business, but let's be honest, from the travel agent standpoint, they have been beyond wonderful in supporting us and helping us get through this. Right. So, you know what, I'm gonna overlook, and you know, I can, as frustrating as it may be, I understand it. Then again, I'm not on the one. I'm not the one on the phone. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> here, here's the deal: we're not. It's not all roses and candy out there. We're still facing five-hour hold times. We're still facing, you know, folks who who don't have to call into the same phone lines that we do. Are saying, "Listen, I got through right away. I got the information. How come I don't have it for my agent yet?" These are still things we we face as the travel agent community. But at least we feel like at the end of this we're getting our clients something really good and something special and something they're responding to, which I'm really happy about. Yeah. So I'm happy. Had three days of really nice, uh, really nice inbound reservation. So it's really, it's a, it's a, it's a bright spot in an otherwise dark world. Um, Can I also, I also want to say thank you to those folks of uh, listen to Pete's call. Uh, if you didn't book through dreams originally and you've decided you want to try us, you can rebook this offer through us and still get our $50 gift card. And a lot of folks have been writing in saying, we want to support Dreams Unlimited Travel. We want to support the Diz. What's, what are you laughing at, Rhino? Um, Pete's dog. Uh, I think that's Dolly behind him. People just asked if she was okay, and it's because she's half <laughs> no, on, on the couch. <laughs> that's how she sleeps. Come here, honey. She was <laughs> sleeping that way for hours. Yeah, she was just like, well, 
<laughs> yeah, she loves to. She like well, she sleeps yeah. in the bed with Abby and I every night, and that is how she sleeps on the bed. She like hangs over the side like she's been shot. Um, but no, she's fine. <laughs> Good. Good to know. So just let me just to finish that thought. It's that we thank you. A lot of people have been writing to me. We saw Pete. We want to support the Diz. We want to support Dreams. We love all the shows, all the content that you guys are putting out, and we want to say thank you for that. So um, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us with that. Um, I've well, let me got just other say, John, offers. It's nice to see you on one of these shows. People have been asking if you and Kevin were all right. So, and of course, you're you're, you're going to sit someplace where you're going to make everybody jealous. I know, uh, right? In quarantine in Florida. Beautiful backyard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kevin is fine too. Um, we had some technical issues before we started. That's why we went up late. Actually, yeah, that's why we went up late. And a lot of it had to do with me. So uh, Kevin has graciously given me his setup so that I can come and talk to you about these offers. But Kevin's fine too. He's in the house uh, working, which as he should. And um, yeah, we're fine. We're doing great. Again, if you guys are interested, we're still putting up the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show. We're trying to put up one a week. We just put one up where I made a massive mistake. So if you want to go and enjoy me being a total goofball, you can go and watch that. So I've got a ton of other offers to get through. Do you want me to do those? Please do. Please go ahead. All right. I don't want to bore people because I know it's like a lot of technical info. But So Disneyland has just announced they are also doing a rebooking offer for their folks who are affected by the COVID-19 closures. Uh, Valid for for arrivals most nights June 1st through December 31st. You can apply this offer to a reservation that was canceled or affected by the COVID-19 closures. Um, And what happened was when they released the, the offer, They didn't give out details. So we're getting the details as we call these in for our clients. And what we're finding is that for the dates of June 19th through October 3rd, you can receive up to a 35% discount. The discount depends on the hotel and the days of the week. And you also get a $50 per night resort credit. For the dates of October 4th through December 31st, you will only receive the $50 per night credit. Um, so okay, now I was not aware. I was not aware it, they were doing that. Um, that's pretty extraordinary because right, I just like thought I this said, was the one the one they or they normally had and they were just extending it. Right. What what happened was they put this out and we said, well, this is the normal discount. That percentage off discount is the normal discount. Um, but again, as my agents are calling in and getting information and working with their clients, this is what we're finding it that they're being offered. Uh, we also want to add too that if you do rebook your Disneyland stay under this promotion, it has to be someone who's been affected by COVID-19 closures and cancellations, and you rebook under the offer that Disney's giving you, you will also get a $50 gift card from Dreams Unlimited Travel. Uh, so contact your agent or contact me, John at Dreams Unlimited Travel, and I will do something. I don't know what I'll do. Um, <laughs> I don't know what'll happen. All right. So other some other stuff real quick I want to just try to mention. Disneyland Paris. Yes, Dreams Unlimited Travel does book Disneyland Paris if you're interested. We have one agent who specializes in Disneyland Paris. We don't really blanketly announce that because she would be overwhelmed. But 
Um, at this point, is, okay, looks like we'll take uh, everything. <laughs> she should <laughs> be overwhelmed. Um, okay, so if you hold a reservation for a Disneyland Paris holiday for arrivals while the parks are closed, you're entitled to receive a voucher valid for 18 months for the full amount of payment already made. And you can maintain your current booking conditions for a new ri- new reservations uh, up to June 30th. So, and you can do you can have the same price between May 15th and October 31st, 2020. So a little confusing, but basically what they're saying is they're going to lock in your current pricing, your current terms and conditions of your current reservation through an extended reservation or a future reservation um, that they're offering. And that's important because Disneyland Paris does yield their prices uh, much more than other parks do because they're such a seasonal park. So if you're going to get March, April, May pricing over the summer, that's actually a really good deal. So if you're interested in one of those, if you've booked and you're going to rebook, you can contact us and see what's going on there. Uh, Disney Adventures by Disney has put out an offer. First of all, all Adventures by Disney's through the end of May have been canceled, unfortunately. Hard to hard for us to swallow because we had some really great trips out there. But everybody through the end of May has canceled. If you were booked for a trip uh, March 12th through June 30th, Adventures by Disney is offering you a full refund of any monies paid which is unusual for them because they don't usually do that. They make you move it forward or something like that. Yeah, well, they, right. would have been, they would have been eviscerated if they had tried to do that. Uh, I mean, Adventures by Disney has been a challenge for us. From the very beginning, they didn't know what they were going to do. So there was a great deal of, listen, you can move it forward. You can't move it forward. Um, you can only move it if they're going to travel by the end of this year. Now they're letting folks travel by the end of next year so. There's a lot going on. Uh, I got to say, for as good as Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line have been in terms of the level of support they provided us, Adventures by Disney has been that bad, in my opinion. I think they really have handled this horribly. I think they've handled it horribly with guests. I think they handled it horribly with us. Um, They really, really, really dropped the ball. Yeah, it has not been fun. So, you know, it's not been a fun time here, but we're getting through it. And we're we're lucky that because we sell so much Adventures by Disney that we seem to have a little bit of influence with them. So when they're doing something that we think is bad for our clients and our guests, we're able to go to them and say, listen, this policy really doesn't make sense. What can you guys do? And they seem to be changing it on the fly. I've got some Alani information. You guys ready for Alani info? Sure. For go, for guests affected by the closure, uh, you can make a change by June 15th. You'll get 35% off standard rooms, studios, and one and two bedroom villas, all view types subject to available. If you rebook between June 1st and December 21st of 2020. So again, affected by the, the, uh, covid epidemic if you want to rebook they're giving you 35 percent off a future booking june 1st through december 21st there's no other offers and there's not a lot of details on this so we don't know if it's limited at all obviously it's limited by availability but we don't know if it's there at some point going to turn that off so each division of disney is offering you something 
Yeah, and I think that Olani offer is going to get a lot better. Um, I don't think that offer is going to do it. I think they're going to have to do better than that um, because they have this added component of people having to, you know, especially if you're talking about coming from the East Coast, <clears throat> the concept of taking a 10-hour flight right now is not appealing. And that's always, under the best circumstances, that flight has always been a challenge selling Alani. Under these I, circumstances, yeah. they're going to have to start paying us to go to Alani. <laughs> this is what's well, going to happen. Not me. We have a trip booked, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we're still going to go in July. But one of the things that, that Alani and Hawaii is facing is that they are such an international hub. Um, they get a lot of Asian visitors, and unfortunately, there's now a stigma attached to that. So I think people are a little bit weary. The good news is, I don't want to get into a lot of you know, the current news, but there seems to be less cases in Hawaii than other states in the United States. So hopefully it'll stay that way and clear up. But I think there's a little stigma attached to the fact that yeah. they get a lot of Asian travelers. Yeah. And uh, Ned, I, you might have mentioned this, but Adventures by Disney is now making the deposits fully refundable? Fully refundable up until... I have to go back to my paperwork that I've tossed aside with no regard. June 30th. So traveling by June 30th, fully refundable. I'm going to say traveling this. by June 30th or booking by June 30th. I think it's traveling by June 30th. Okay, so it basically it's a non-existent offer because nobody nobody's going anywhere before the beginning of June. Yeah, they've clo- they've canceled I, all their trips through the end of May. They also moved their a final payment date up. It used to be 120 days, and they went to 90 days. And we kind of said, guys, even that's ridiculous. At 90 days out, people are now making a decision of whether or not they want to run the risk that their reservation will be, that their uh, booking will be canceled and that the trip won't go. Um, This is going to change. Stuff is going to change with Adventures by Disney, especially as we get closer to those dates. They need to make take into account the fact that these are very expensive vacations that people are committing to. And they're committing to them 90 days out now, three months out. That's a lot of money to commit on the off chance that it might not happen. Well, again, this is and the beauty. This is the beauty of capitalism. Nobody's going to take them up on that, and they're going to have empty trips. So they're going to be forced. They're going to be forced to hit their heads again, and maybe knock some sense in this time, and start coming up with policies and procedures that take the reality of the situation right now into account and they're not doing it. And so, you know, that I have no sympathy for them right now. None, none. My problem is I love the trip so much and we have trips planned. And I just think, you know, guys don't mess this up. Don't make this something that becomes a problem further down (laughs) where you get a bad reputation that will remember what happened during COVID-19 but mm-hmm. what they did then, how do I know I can trust them going forward? So let's hope that they do the right thing. All right. So plenty of uh, plenty of stuff coming out of Disney this week. Of course, they also announced that the parks are closed until further notice, which I actually think was the smartest announcement they could make because then they followed it up with, we're going to do these discounts starting on June 1st. So they're basically preparing folks for the fact the parks are going to be closed through the end of May. 
which is what we've all been saying that. Um, and then, you know, after we do a little housekeeping, we're going to talk about what we should be expecting when that day comes, when they do uh, reopen the parks. But I thought it was smart of them rather than because I thought they were going to follow the two week rule, which was, OK, they said they were staying closed till March 31st. Then they're going to say like April 15th then April 30th. And they're going to do that until they're ready to open. Um, but instead, they just took the tact of until further notice so that they're not getting inundated with all these questions and when are you opening, when are you opening, until further notice. Can, you, can I be honest with you, though? It's a little frustrating because we do have clients who are looking to travel June, July, August, September who are questioning, well, what does that mean until further notice? Does that mean I can cancel my trip now? But <laughs> It's hard to say. If you didn't give them a hard date, you know, people are going to speculate into the future. But so. this is where people need to knock it off because we're all in the same boat here. This isn't they're doing a refurb and we're waiting for them to give us a date when something's going to open again. This is just unprecedented. So stop the belly aching and whining about that crap because this is just the world the way it is now. Disney would be it would be grossly irresponsible for them to turn around and give us a hard date right now. It would be grossly irresponsible for any place that draws in hundreds of thousands of people to say specifically, definitively, yes, go ahead and buy airfare. Yes, go ahead and book this and book that because we're going to be open by this date. Now, even with this offer that they're doing, I'll tell you now, I, you know, we're, we're assuming it's a safe bet that things will open up again in June. But if that changes, what does give me uh, a lot of confidence is in how Disney World in particular and Disney Cruise Line in particular have handled this situation. They have not screwed anybody out of their deposits, their money. They've given options of, we'll either give you a full refund, no questions asked, or we'll move it to another date for you, or now we're doing this package. Cruise line is we'll give you your money back or we'll move it to another date with 125% credit. Um, there's been, I mean, they I at least know that in the event I book something and something, you know, the situation, God forbid, gets worse and they have to keep the parks closed or cruise line can't, you know, re, you know, reopen <clears throat> when they want, when they expected to, that they're going to do the right thing. That at least we're not. It will be disappointed that we didn't get our vacation, but we're not going to be out a couple thousand dollars in the process either. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, I know we all would like, a, 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 you know, somebody to look into a crystal ball and say, okay, May 19th is when the parks are going to reopen. But we don't have that. We don't have that. And that's where everybody needs to understand that. And I also think we have to be fair and we have to say, listen, Universal is doing the same thing. Universal is being proactive with their guests and making sure no one is uh, is out of money and they're rebooking folks. I don't know what that is. I think is that your house, Rhino? No, that's not me. I'm not moving. No that sound here. Craig. Drumming away. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing, too, I want to mention is uh, the other cruise lines, Royal Caribbean, Celebrity, uh, Carnival, some of the other cruise lines are all doing similar tactics with these future cruise credits for folks who are affected. So 
um, I think the entire industry understands. And even more, not impressive, but what's also kind of nice in this mix is that anyone who's been affected by this from a flight standpoint, the airlines have been incredible. The airlines have been kind of like no questions asked. You can cancel, get your money back, or a voucher for a future travel date. So I think the entire industry is um, wised up and understands and is sympathetic to people not being able to travel. Uh, and I also think that just in general, you know, the world has shown a lot of compassion, understanding, um, and support for each other, for different industries and stuff. It's really, you know, when you think about how things normally are, um, I don't know what that noise is. Um, what do you but, hear? Uh, I hear like a squeaking. Yeah. Oh, that's the bird. We have birds in my backyard. It's so beautiful here. The birds are singing. Chipmunks are running around. Do you live at a Disney park? I do. <laughs> yeah. It lives in the tiki room. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, look, with the exception of the idiot still comparing coronavirus to the flu on Facebook. Um, and, and I, yeah, you are. If you compare the coronavirus to the flu, you're an idiot. Let's just be clear that's not even open for discussion um but for the, for the most part i'm seeing a lot more really positive stuff on on facebook i'm seeing a lot more um people just having fun and you know looking to deal with quarantine together and and, and i see so much creativity coming out of people um that it's really been it's really been uh enlightening not seeing so much politics and seeing a lot more stuff like that. I wonder if that can continue when this is over. But, uh, all right, let's uh, just a couple things that I want to mention in housekeeping before we move on to our next topic. Um, uh, I want to tell everybody to go check out the Moving to Orlando Facebook group. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes uh, right below this on YouTube. Uh, or you can just go to Facebook and type in Moving to Orlando group and join that. If you are interested at some point in moving to Florida, great group of people about 9300 people in there now um that are all uh, either have they've made the move and they're helping other people answer questions or they're planning on making the move so come on over great friendly wonderful group in there moving to orlando facebook group um and i just want to let everyone know that tomorrow night on the dbc fan facebook group we're going to be doing a live q a at 7 p.m eastern but you have to join that group in order to participate. So just uh, there'll be another link down below or do a search DBC fan uh, on Facebook. Join the group and uh, 7 p.m. tomorrow we'll be going out live with a Q&A there. And I got to tell you, I have been having the best time doing these broadcasts like this. I mean, look, I would rather be in the studio, but there's also something really fun for me about this. Um been having a great time doing them. So excited to do more. And a lot of people have been asking, are we going to continue doing things like this afterwards? Um, I think we will, uh, honestly. I've got a lot of ideas running around in my head because I can't put too much more on these guys' plates. So I'm kind of working on something. Could be fun. Mm. Could be different. we make John produce all the shows. Oh, <laughs> You saw how the beginning of this one went, so... <laughs> That's why. 
the entertainment alone is going to be amazing. Ryan O'Severs, or Craig said, we should have been recording that for Patreon. Yeah. Because it yeah. was such a mess and it was so crazy. But you I know, want to see poolside was, chats with John soon in the oh, future. Yeah. Now that we know you got that pool out there. I'm telling you, check out the dream shows. Kevin and I record from here every time. This is where this is our setting. And, so, and, if you, and if you want to view the dream shows, that's youtube.com slash dreams unlimited travel. That's where those shows live. Right. We are not in our bathing suits. Oh, we're not our in our bathing piece. caps. Like Esther no, you have those. You have those one piece. Those one piece uh, uh, sundresses my mother used to wear to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it in those with the hats. With the big floppy uh-huh. hat. The say something hats. The Drake Queen hats. The say something hat day. What about uh, what about you, Rhino? Anything for housekeeping? Uh, I just want to give a shout out to um, uh, somebody who watches the show. Um, Danielle from Carver, Massachusetts. I am from Carver, Massachusetts. And um, Danielle and I have communicated back and forth a little bit for the last couple of years. I still have not met her on one of my trips home, but um, she did reach out to offer to help my grandparents out during this time. because She actually lives down the street from them. And I thought that was very uh, my grandparents are fine and everything. And so I was very very generous of her so i just wanted to say thank you very much to her on the show and everything and you know uh just that was very very thoughtful and i appreciate that so so thank you that's awesome that's awesome yeah the toughest thing honest to god the toughest thing about this for me has been um you know not being able to really be around my mom um i did run uh she had a prescription that she needed picked up i went and got that for um but we maintain social distancing like you know, I opened the car, you know, the car window and handed her the bag from inside the car. Um, it was good to see her because she looked really good. And I have to tell you, her spirits have been her spirits have been amazing. I mean, she's just every time I call, there's a smile in her voice. And I'm like, how how did you birth me? <laughs> how was it possible? <laughs> I came out of you. Um, well, let's face it. She's been through diversity. She's had you. And she knows what it's like to to put up with. You could, yeah. Huge I mean, amounts of diversity you could stop, you could stop there because <laughs> that was enough. But she's, you know, look, my mother also lived through the depression. She lived through the Second World War. She's lived through a she lot of through my depression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she lived through my right, depression. Right. That's for sure. Um, so she has a different attitude, I think, on these things. Plus, she's always had, uh, uh, she's always been a woman of faith and. That sustains her, and I do get that from her. I, I fall back on that a lot, um, but you know she's doing good, and I know she wants me to say hi to everybody. But uh, that that's been the hard part, though, is not being able to like see her, you know, um, yeah, or like really like, spend I, time with her. It's uh, I I spent uh, three hours with my mother on the phone the other day. Dear God, trying to talk her through how to use a computer. I gave her like like six years ago just to be able to use the camera and it was it was challenging <laughs> and um i thought this is a test from the universe right now but we did get it to work and my mom is all about having these like family game nights now and i'm like it's funny that we're having these now and we didn't used to do this since i haven't lived there for 10 years so it takes a pandemic to get re-included in my family again which is nice <laughs> so i am enjoying that yeah <laughs> but yeah all right. Anything else, Craig? You have anything? 
Mm, no, I actually, I, I feel like I had something, but then this has been, uh, the fact that we got this up and running today has been like just enough on my plate that whatever I probably had, I've just forgotten about. So yeah, nothing fun for me. And what about you, John? Craig's accomplishment for the day is going to go lay down. Um, I just want to remind folks that if you have any questions about these offers and you don't have a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent, you can write to me, john at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, where we have a special email address set up. It's future underscore bookings at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, and that'll pretty much get to me anyway, and we'll make sure we get you to an agent. We appreciate everybody's patience. My gosh, we've been so crazy and so busy and just so nuts that. You know, it's been difficult to get through everything. So we appreciate everyone's patience while that's happening. But that's it. I mean, you know, we've been, you know, it doesn't feel any different for us here in our house. We've kind of been working all the time anyway. And I've said that. You know, I, I said the same thing that I've been apparently preparing for the last 20 years for coronavirus right, because exactly. this doesn't seem all that unusual. Um, However, what I will say is it's almost like, because I can't do things, I want to do things. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to, go, I want to go to Disney now. I want to go to a certain restaurant I like now. But well, I wouldn't have done it before. That is a perfect segue into our next topic, which is what we should expect when the resorts, when when Walt Disney World reopens. And there's been a lot of discussion about this over the last couple of weeks, um, and you know. I think it's all but certain that these are going to reopen in phases, that we're not going to see a massive, you know, like, okay, everything's open, everybody come on in. Um, I think that you're seeing, since you are seeing these discounts coming in starting June 1st, I think it is a safe bet that the one group of people Whatever they open and however they open it, the one group of people that's going to be guaranteed to get into the parks are the people booking these packages. Um, there's no way they're going to sell you these packages and then say, oh, I'm sorry, you can't come in the parks because that, <laughs> especially right now, right? <clears throat> it's been two weeks. <clears throat> we're talking June 1st. We're talking two months from now. Right, two months before the parks reopen, alleged. You know, it's what we're guessing. Do you know what kind of pent up demand to the to what John was saying? You know, when you can't do something, you want to do it more, and that pent up demand, whatever they open, they they may they could just open up. Magic Kingdom and say you can only walk up and down Main Street once and then you got to leave. And they'll have 100,000 people outside the gate from this pent-up demand. And sell so, so a cupcake for $20. What's that? Here's your, oh, here's your reopening day coronavirus cupcake. <laughs> we only made 50 of them. And they all taste like cardboard. Right. Mm. <laughs> they charge $20. People buy them. And people will buy them and go crazy over them. But, yeah. you know, I think, again, I think it's well, remember, weird. Disney makes cupcakes for Instagram, not for the guests. Um, but nonetheless, um, so we're talking about, 
I think they're going to have to do a phased opening. I mean, Rhino, what do you think? Um, you know, actually, I hadn't thought of that till you just said that, but that that does that does make a lot of sense to me. What you said about it being like phases, or um, I mean, I think limiting capacity uh, because it's not. You're right; it's not just going to be floodgates reopening because then we're just right back where we started. So it's like. Do you limit it halfway? Do you only open some of the parks? Um, I mean, like people are still going to have to wait in lines or is it all just well, fast? Well, I fast, think you know? here's my prediction. Here's my prediction. Number one, you're going to see a phased opening of the parks. Um, and that may be as detailed as only certain attractions are operating um, in a particular theme park. So they may open up Hollywood Studios as part of a phased opening but only have two or three things open and then limit the turnstile. Yeah. Uh, and I think the people at the front of the line are going to be those guests with uh, resort reservations. Um, I, second, second, I think you are going to see them roll out virtual queue, a real virtual queue for every attraction, not just fast, fast. Um, so I think they're going to do that. Third, I think there's going to be very limited food uh, options available because they are going to have to ramp up their food ordering and they can't they can't until they know when they're open again yeah, so it's yeah. not like they can put the order in now and say bring it to us you know may 31st or may 30th nope you've got to you know you've got to know and you've got to do it about a week ahead or a week and a half ahead and so the logistics and then let's remember we don't know how many cast members are still going to be employed by Walt Disney World when it reopens. When you know, when's the next wave of college program people coming in? Huge part of the frontline cast. Yeah. Um, are they going to continue paying full time and part time cast members until the parks reopen, allowing them to remain available until the parks come back online? Um, and how, if so, how many will still be around? Um, so there's a lot of variables, but I think you're going to see phased opening. You're going to see virtual queues. You're going to see limited food options. Um, and you may even see, uh, limited attractions and shows and things like that. Um, I think you make, um, a, a good point with the, um, the, so I think they're keeping all those cast members on as long as they possibly can, because if they do, then that's another obstacle they end up facing when they reopen is that if they fur furloughed or however you say it, um, or just have to let them go, you know, then you have to go through that process of retraining and then, you know, and retraining is multiple days in up to a week or more for a lot of attractions and positions at Disney. So you have to think it's not just like sanitary safety, it's physical safety. It's a lot of different levels of the safety that we have to get back to that, you know, this is this is like the closest thing you would have to an example is like, I guess, like a animal kingdom opening, like what it's like to actually reopen a park basically from the ground up. You know, it starts it doesn't start day one and everyone goes back to work. It starts ahead of time, you know, John, what do you there's think? Also, well, there's just another variable we have to consider too, too, is let's say we look at a June 1st opening, who can actually go, you know, there may, we still might be, we still might be under travel restrictions where, um, you know, certain countries, won't be able to come to the U.S. because the virus is still prevalent there. 
So it might be a matter of, listen, you might be looking at even small crowds when Disney first opens, because it might be that these uh, folks uh, in Europe can't come and people from Canada still can't come. So, you know, we have to think that, put that into the variable too. And one more thing I want to say too is how many people might not go right away because they're uh, uneasy? I, we yeah. said this on the Dream Show, we're not going day one. There's no way we're going to go to the park day one. We'll wait until things open and ease their way in. I think there's going to be a lot of people who say, listen, I, I'm, I'm worried to go on the first day, so let's see what happens. But I... Uh... I, I think I'm. I, I this is how I feel right now. We'll see when it actually comes to pass. But I think I'm a day one kind of guy for this. I'm normally not. I'm normally not the guy that's going to go run for the first day of anything. Um, but this one, I want to be there. I want to be there when it reopens. Um, I I don't know. I I just. It definitely, my appreciation for it, my appreciation for Walt Disney World, even the stuff I can't stand, my appreciation my appreciation for it has never been higher than it is right now. And again, it goes back to that. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Let me ask you this. Do you think that they will throw a party or have a celebration or do some kind of grand reopening? I think that would be in bad taste. Do you really? Okay. Well, when you you know, let's let, let's look at what the death rate is right now, mm-hmm. and just imagine what it's going to be two months from now. Throwing a party? Yeah, I don't like the optics of it. But these are also the same people who essentially threw a party on the final night of it being open yeah. up and invited everyone <laughs> that was there to come and stand in front of the train station and wave goodbye as well as, you know, let's crowd everyone in for that last fireworks show and really, really cry over it and such. So, you know, I think, I think right there that is kind of telling that there probably will be a big celebration when it does open up in some form. I don't know about, I think how you're talking about the world. I think you're talking about the world that existed two weeks ago, which is very different than the world that exists now. And I think it's going to be far even more different than the world that's going to exist in June. Um, the arrogance and the level of uh, the, the jaded, jaded or cynical attitude towards this that existed two weeks ago is rapidly disappearing. So um, I think given how uh, just knowing them, I think given how uh, how big an issue this has become, they are going to be even more conscious of their image when they reopen because if they're crowding the parks and throwing parties, they are going to get the same level of criticism just on a much, much grander scale that they did with how they closed the parks. So I, I think I, I think everybody, this is the other thing we need to expect. When these parks reopen, they're reopening in a different world than existed when they closed. You know, just the same way we have what our lives were like before 9-11 and what they were like after. I think that's going to be the way of it with this. We're going to have our lives before COVID-19, and we're going to have our lives after. Somebody, Pray to God uh, have lives after. But 
somebody uh, asked me, do you think Disney would still we'll, we'll pull back capacity? We'll say, listen, you know, it's irresponsible to have 65,000 people in a theme park. Maybe they'll say, now we're going to max out at a lower number for safety reasons going forward. I don't know. Now, I think that's probably what's being discussed right now in a room or several somewhere on property is what what is our plan? What is our plan? How do we reopen this responsibly? Um, and, it, you know, to Craig's point about them throwing a party, <clears throat> I guess that depends on which sect within the company wins. If it's the money at all costs sect, then, yeah, that's what they're going to do. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I guess I should explain a little bit more, too. When I kind of said the party style with it, I, I don't even know necessarily that it's a decision that Disney would want to make. Or is it more that the people are going to push for it to be a big celebration because we keep, we've talked about it over and over again. There is there is clearly a pent up demand. I can tell that because I am sick of seeing people share with me what they're doing at home <laughs> in terms of recreating theme park attractions and stuff. So people are clearly losing their minds right now. I'm not saying don't share them with me, but I'm not watching anymore. So uh, <laughs> it might be on lost ears, but it's. I think it's going to be a situation where people are going to cause the party atmosphere if Disney doesn't limit it. And when they see how people are acting on that day, they reopen. I think they they have the choice. Are they going to embrace it or are they going to try to keep it calm and at bay? And my gut feeling is that they lean into it and embrace it a little bit too much. And that's where you get the party atmosphere from. I now, think it's going to be... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Ryan. I, I was going to say, I think we're in an interesting moment right now, too, because um, I think about the story about the uh, executives taking the pay cut and Bob Iger foregoing his salary, which some people are like, oh, good for you, which is like $3 million, and he's still going to make like $40 million in a year, but it is the right thing to do, I think, and it's going to really put this emphasis on, I think... Hopefully, for frontline cast members, I hope people way up top are realizing how integral they are to the running of their park on a day-to-day -day basis and how they are going to be the key to getting everything kind of going again are the people who are working in the park. So I'm hoping this is kind of going to like set some of that you know, further up the the food chain if that makes sense you know what i mean that that the the frontline workers are just as important as people higher up you know so i guess if that makes sense i can't find the right word i'm looking for right now but but anyway it's okay honey yeah, I know, it's too I know much exactly, i know what you're saying you're saying are they are they going to prioritize cast members over other things like executive pay and yes you know search for profits and the answer is no I'm terribly sorry, <laughs> but the answer is no. They're gonna. I, I, it's, I know I'm being sound facetious, but listen, they they've got some money to make up. You know, yeah. they're they're bleeding money, and they're gonna try to get everything they can out of it. And I'm not saying that they're gonna take it out on frontline cast members, but I just think you're gonna see almost business as usual. Well, that's a that's a great point, John. That we can add to this. Uh, you know, what should we expect? Um, 
and I said this before, if you thought the uh, the money grabs that were going on when Shanghai went over budget were bad, what's coming is going to make that look like a garden party. Um, we are going to see them trying to monetize breathing in the parks. Um, I don't see what alternative they have. I don't see what alternative they have because it's not just the Disney parks. You just got to remember, uh, parks and resorts, 40% of the company's revenue, 40. It is more than any other division. It is more than merchandising. It is more than films. It's more than any other division that this company has. Theme parks, and it's not just World. It's Shanghai. It's Tokyo. It's Paris. It's, it's, it's all of them. And... They're all closed. They're all closed. There's no revenue from food, no revenue from merchandise, no revenue from hotels, no revenue from tickets. There's no revenue coming in. None. So, take a look at this discount. Take a look at this discount. This discount was for people who had their trips canceled or affected by COVID. Right? It's not for everybody. Why do you think that is? They're doing guest recovery, which is great. And this is a beautiful way to do it. And it's brilliant. And I fully support it. It's also the last time we're going to see it. <laughs> because once these parks are open again, they are going to leverage the pent-up demand. And they'd be crazy not to. They'd be crazy not to. Now, if people are still afraid to travel, that will be different. So it's either going to be massive pent-up demand and we're going to see rack rate plus at the hotels, not to mention every other conceivable type of uh, upcharge and plussing that they can do. Uh, or people are going to stay away and mass because of fear. And then, you know, we had it here. I'm afraid to travel. I'm afraid to travel. Free dining? I'm in. Okay. So, this was the same thing after 9-11. It was the exact same thing. We did, um, you know, it was dead. The town was dead, dead, dead. And we were working with, it was at that point, the Courtyard by Marriott at uh, uh, ho on Hotel Plaza Boulevard outside Disney Springs. And I get on the phone with the sales manager from there, and she's like, I'm dead, you're dead, let's do something. So it was $29 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and I think it was like either 69 or 99 Friday and Saturday. We could not keep up with the reservations. So like on Friday, oh no, the terrorists are going to kill us. Oh, $29 a night at Disney World? We're going. We'll take our chances. Uh, and they were dragging. And, you know, and then everybody in town started doing it. Everybody in town started doing it. And what was funny was that that quarter, October to December of 2001, was the best quarter Dreams Unlimited Travel had until like 2006. Um, that's how much business we booked from that, from those, from offers like that. So, um, at the end of the day, if they need volume, that's all they have to do. And again, you know, there is a business model for all theme parks, not just Disney. There's a business model that you take a you, you do a loss leader. You do take a loss on your resorts and you make it up in uh, in park spending that's when the price of you know tickets and uh, uh merchandise and food all go up 
Um, you know, the end of uh, the end of last year, one of their quarters, their turnstile was down, yet their in-park revenue was up. That's that business model. That's why Universal survived on that business model until Harry Potter opened, because they were getting the junk kicked out of them by Disney for years before that. And every quarter, their turn, their 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 park attendance was less and less. Yet they were making more and more money because of how they were monetizing in park. So those are the two models we're going to see here. And there's uh, also something else they could do too. Is you know they could uh, they could spend some money and open new attractions. I think Animal Kingdom should have the Tiger King ride. Uh-huh. I think people would enjoy <laughs> that very, very much. And I'm saying that so cats and kittens. Right. As here, soon as I put kitty, some, some kitty. soda in my mouth, do that. I love that song here, Kitty Kitty. I think it's my favorite. That, I mean, my God, Rhino, have you watched Tiger King? Oh, I watched it all in one night. I, the other, like Saturday night, I think. Oh, I, I stopped watching. Two or yeah. three. Yeah. No. Um, people in here have asked you that you be um, Joe Exotic for Halloween this year instead of. <laughs> I said I was gonna. They said they asked if you, Pete, would be Pete Exotic for Halloween, and I said I'll get him it. the uh, tiger shiny idea. shirt. <laughs> I love that idea. I love that idea. Just yeah. minus the meth. Um, yeah. <laughs> just minus the meth. But uh, no, I you know really it's it's. Uh, I, I I really do believe that's what we're gonna see. Come, whenever. Uh, when do you think they're gonna reopen, John? We should start a poll. Yeah, I actually yeah. think we're gonna. I actually think we're gonna see it in May. I do. Give me um, a date. I think we're gonna see soft openings and slow openings beginning May fifteenth, maybe a little bit later in the month. Okay, um, I pulled May nineteenth out, so I'll go in for the nineteenth. Why did you do May nineteenth out? What does that a few, mean? A few minutes ago, I like was saying like. You know, they, when they, I said they couldn't guarantee when they were going to open, it's not like they can turn around and say, "Oh, we're going to open on May 19th." So I'll put, I'll throw in May 19th as my date. You're saying the 15th, Rhino? I'm going to say June 15th. June 15th. Yeah. Ooh. Man with a large head is a pessimist. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to say, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say June 15th. I just, I have this feeling. I don't know. Gregory, what do you think? It's, uh, I, you know, when you pose the question, the first thing that shot to me was the, like John did the second week of May, because it, they have to do a slow start to it as everything ramps into it. So June 1st, if all the, if that's when everyone's coming with their free dining and expecting the parks to be pretty much back to normal, then two weeks would give them enough time to to slowly integrate into everything. But maybe I'll give them a little more time. Maybe I'll say May 8th, give them an extra week on there and then start the, the process of getting back to normal. All right. Well, we'll see. One of us will be right. The rest, the rest will be drowned in John's pool. Say going to, <laughs> I got dark. Uh, is it beautiful pool? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's a beautiful it's pool a, to die it's in. A beautiful, it is. It's, it's a salt water, so your eyes won't sting as you go under. It's lovely. <laughs> so is it whoever whoever is closest or whoever is under without going over? Closest. Okay. okay. 
yeah. fair enough. So John's the 15th, I'm the 19th. You said the 8th, Craig. Mm-hmm. And, Guayna, what did you say? I said June 15th. June 15th. Yeah. June 15th. So I'm a whole nother month, yeah. June 15th. So we'll see. We will see who's closest. All right, folks, that is going to do it for this week's episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Have a great week. And remember, stay in the damn house.